you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And pay if you know you're too hard for these cats. I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats. While they making up facts, you uh, making up flats. Episode a billion of the pay. <laughs> Of the A-League Podcast, this is Rashad Milligan. I'm here with my good friend, David Norwood. David, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good, man. It's great doing another episode, you know, not snowed in. So. Yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week, you know. We, we kind of missed the week uh, where, where the Bulldogs stumped all over Auburn. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for Jeremy to get in to, to get on you about that. But uh, early, we want to talk about what happened this week in Congress, something bigger than sports. Yeah, uh, Congress repealed <laughs> net neutrality. Now... David, t- tell us a little bit about what that exactly means for internet users. It's basically, the internet's gonna, it's not going to be the same as it used to be anymore. Just like you know, these internet providers and stuff have more power than ever to control content, and that's that's not good. I mean, just looking at like you know, based on you know, services could charge you know higher you know different prices for higher speeds, as well as you know, like somebody could be like. Uh, like Twitter or something, right? Charge their own, you know, charge for, you know, charge for their own service. You know, it's just it's so many things. Like I'm hoping that it's just like how it was a few years ago before Obama put the law in place, and just you know we didn't even notice it. But you know, who's to say on this presidency what's what's gonna happen? So I'm really hoping things go the same because uh, yeah, because it's, it's just like the, all these implications right now. There's all speculation. It just don't sound too good right now. Yeah, I, I saw something that, that was like kind of clarifying what, what was going out there about what exactly, exactly, excuse me, is included in that neutrality. And one of the things was like, no, they're not actually, you know, individual sites can't set their own price. It's more so the internet, uh, you know, like you said, the, the ISPs, the internet service providers, the Comcast, AT&T, they can put their prices wherever they want. And that gives them, like you said, like all the power. And I think that's that's whack. I mean, you know, it's obviously whack. It's all about money, and money is the name of the game, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it's just I don't think it's gonna last. <laughs> uh, honestly, the the Congress, uh, the Congress's decision this past week, I don't think it's gonna last. I think people are gonna sue you saw Netflix come out with a tweet against it and uh, a couple of other, you know, those big corporations, if they're against it enough, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think that the people will will win at the end of the day. I don't know how long it's going to take, but um, I don't think this is going to last that long. Yeah, it's quite refreshing to see, like, the company stuff come out because I know, like, I could have, like, instantly when I saw, like, the speculation about when net neutrality was going to happen, I was like, man, like Netflix, Hulu, and all these people just gonna be, you know, just excited, you know, just the idea of making more money, and it's just like, you know, but it's great to see like Netflix and stuff come out about that. Right, right. I remember when Obama first uh, passed net neutrality uh, a few years ago. I was in high school, and my um, one of my history teachers or government teachers, I forgot which one, uh, taught me like, you know told me about it and was like, hey, you know, some, some, this can go south if they just decide, you know, some, some without it. And I was like, wow, so they can just put the prices wherever they want and rich people can have the fastest internet in the world and poor people have the slowest internet in the world and, or no internet at all. So, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting to, to see what happens with that. But, um, I mean, the internet is so important nowadays. Like, I, I mean, I think that goes without being said. You're listening to this podcast right now. 
on the internet. I mean, I think that says it all, but you know, that that's where the trend of just media is going to all the way to the internet. So when you take that away, I don't know what, what you do, you know, but that's just. Yeah, just, uh, just, you know, brings me back to like the days when we had multiple different internet options. Like I remember 56K. You know, you had to put the phone cord in, you had to wait for the phone cord to get through, and you had the, the different speeds, and, and you know, there's different prices, you know, different prices for internet. Back then, you know, you had the 56K, and then, you know, DSL became a big thing. Right, yeah. And now you got fiber and all these other, like, Comcast stuff doing speed. And, you know, I saw, like, um, Comcast have, like, data usage as far as the internet, and I did not, I wasn't even aware of that, and I used to have Comcast years ago, and it's just, like, yeah, that's really that's pretty interesting. Like I'm hoping like that doesn't become a thing with all these different uh, internet services. Like you know, oh, I'm using too much, using too much data, so we're gonna slow your internet down. So I'm like, I'm like yeah. dang, you like cell phone. I, I remember the old school days with when you uh, on AOL when we forgot the internet. Like when you got oh, the yeah. back in the day, it was like a big. I didn't get the internet until I was in, you know, 2004. So it was like you know that was a big deal and all that good stuff. Um, it was just like. With AOL, you log in, and then you pick up the phone, and you hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, ain't no talking there. You you choose one. You're going to either get on the phone, or you're going to surf the web for a couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It wasn't no be on the phone all day while you on the internet at the same time. That's just crazy now that I think about it. Like, you can literally have a conversation, put your phone on speakerphone, or have in Bluetooth, whatever, and then surf the web. Why yeah. are you talking on the phone? Yeah, I was just uh, looking back because I remember the noise. You know, you had to, you had to make that perfect noise because if, if it didn't like that, if it didn't go all the way, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> you're like, who on the phone now? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, but but it's crazy. Let, let's move on to, to something else, man. We another week, another week of sexual harassment, sexual assault allegations. This week we had the ex NFL uh, network employee come out against seven guys, including Donovan McNabb, uh, Warren Sapp, uh, who, who are some other guys? Uh, Heath Evans, Evans yeah. and then Ike Taylor. Wow. So, so those were, and then a former CEO who's now with the Ringer, uh, Bill Simmons' new company. Uh, shout out to Bill Simmons, first of all, because... You said Bill Simmons? Yeah, Bill Simmons. too? No, 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 no. Bill, Bill Simmons is the head of the ringer. Oh, it's I thought you said he was... The, the, no. no, no, the CEO from NFL Network that's getting sued is like one of the CEOs at oh, gotcha, the ringer. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bill Simmons, though. He, he's got his, like, he's got the sports media business thing down. Like, if we could all get like him, then, you know, we'll be in great, great spots. Uh, I definitely want to... You know, I always look at him and, and Jim Rohn when it comes to, like, money in this industry. You know, a lot of people say it's, it's not possible, but those guys, they, I always admire guys that are just, like, that smart. To make something like the basketball book, and then him, Pablo Torres, you know, uh, who's another guy, Balmani Jones. Like, those guys that just know a lot about a lot, I salute you. Yeah, no. So I was just surprised about to hear about the, the allegations. Like I always joke, you know, like you know, posting the text group earlier about the uh, old video with, um, with Molly, Molly <laughs> Curum and a couple of guys in NFL Network, and he, like they're just playing around and stuff. And it's just like it's just funny because like every time I see like the video, like um, every time I see like the NFL Network allegations on like message boards and websites, I would see that video, and I just like. <laughs> I was just like, this doesn't, this doesn't help with it. You know, it's just crazy. Just like the allegations, you know, just start from Hollywood. And now it's like, 
all over the place, you know, it's just like NFL Network, you know, what's next? I mean, I, I can't even be surprised by anything, you know, we already had the president being accused and you got, you got, um... I think Barack would surprise me. Oh, yeah, that would be a surprise, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't expect that. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he got, he didn't have any scandals. Yeah, and that's like one of the things that they can say about him that's, that's great. Right, no scandals, but I mean, um... It surprised me to see it took ESPN this long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I expected ESPN to be one of the first people to get exposed. ESPN kind of wait they they laid low, and I obviously you know don't think this is the end of it. Yeah, it for tough. ESPN because I've heard some stories about ESPN before all of this started. So now that you know this has been a bad year for them, man. They they've been. They, they've been put on blast, to be honest. Yeah. It's been a bad year for them with the Jamel Hill, and uh, I, I forgot what else has happened to uh, the layoffs. I mean, ESPN starting to get exposed. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, and this layoffs was actually pretty, uh, pretty light. You know, it wasn't as. Uh, I, I think it was probably a bunch of behind the scenes people. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah, what yeah. I read and stuff. I was just always like, I remember reading before Thanksgiving, there was like, it was going to be some more layoffs, and I was like, dang, they're going to get some. I'm like, who else is left to cut? Cause like, you know, I I, I believe they cut a lot of baseball. Yeah. And then, you know, now they, you know, now they're, uh, you know, I was like, they're doing more cuts. I'm like, who's who's left? You know, you're gonna have like a robots doing Sports Center now. So. <laughs> they're about to have the same. They're about to get six people. They're about to market them six folks, and they're gonna do every Sports Center for the rest of eternity and the rest of time. Jeremy, how you doing, man? Yeah, Double J in the house. He, I, I, sh- I shouted you out at the beginning of the show, you know. Um, yeah, last week we were snowed in. David, you know, we, we didn't get to, you know, discuss the game that came the week prior. You want to say anything to David real quick? Go dogs. Yeah. I, I called and told you. Go dogs. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah, it, was, it was a good game, you know, David. And it's not like you lose, not like losing Detroit or something. I'll be, I'll be more, I'll be real sad about that. But you know, just you know, they they did what they supposed to do. So you know, I can't, I can't argue with. Them. I'm not gonna say like, oh, we were hurt or yeah. oh, we oh the refs cheated. That's the, that's the biggest excuse I heard. Uh, I was like, you know, I just straight, you know, I just straight beat us. I, I give it to them. Like they, Chaney came with a game plan. I never seen him do before. So. <laughs> Finally, an Auburn fan. Finally, an Auburn fan that just just takes it. And Tucker, you know, he had a great defensive plan. Like the little blitz up the middle. I just don't understand how the blitz pickup can pick that up. But you know, supposed to be Georgia State's coach. Yeah, well, it's it's all good. You know, Oklahoma should be a good game. So look forward to that. Now, just because I got on here and said go dogs and show some excitement, watch we lose Oklahoma by forty. I don't know. It's like some people are talking about like Georgia's too fast for Oklahoma. You got to think Georgia has an actual defense, and Oklahoma plays in that region <laughs> where yeah. they don't play. They don't play defense. I, I feel like everywhere past Missouri, like they don't play defense. I don't know. That's a little bit of a myth. Yeah, that's a that TCU plays. Yeah, that's like TCU plays defense. Yeah, just I, I remember back in the days, like you know, like yeah. a couple years ago, TCU was one of them teams too. That's their where, where, where they put like sixty points up, and their games would be sixty to 40, 43. Yeah, that's why yeah, them games on the West Coast be basketball scores, man. Yeah, that's why I keep hearing what they say. Like, well, yeah, they say um, Oklahoma's just not fast enough for Georgia. And that's, not, that's not true. That there's speed everywhere. Now, everywhere around the country, you can find a guy that runs a four three. Like there, that's no longer uh, just a southern thing. Speed is everywhere now. I mean, you look at 
Oregon, Oregon's track program has been great for how long now? <laughs> but there's no speed on the West Coast? Don't don't believe that. But I think Georgia's just a better team, but I'm scared of Baker Mayfield. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, the guys on the West Coast weren't, weren't as fast as the guys down South. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never heard that before. Uh, all I used to hear about West Coast is the defense, man. Them, them Tecmo Bowl scores. That's all I used to hear. Yeah, right, right. But the, uh, what you call the uh, – I'm trying to think. A lot of the kids from Oregon from here. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that, that's true. I mean, not all of them. But yeah, yeah. A, a lot I, of them are from, like, you know – the, uh, the other MHS, the ugly MHS. You know, Marietta's a real MHS, just in case y'all didn't know. But uh, we, what we were talking about, we were talking about uh, the sexual harassment allegations and everything. Oh, another man. week, another slate. You're talking about NFL Network, it towards ESPN a little bit when you walked in. Uh, what was your first reaction when you heard those guys, Warren Sapp, Donovan, McNabb, all them boys? I honestly wasn't that surprised because – these guys are former NFL players, so they say that when I read what happened, it really sounded like they were really entitled, which is, you know, how athletes have been trained their entire lives. So I wasn't surprised. I mean, I don't know why they were suspended. They should be fired. I mean, I mean, I guess you want to get the facts, but, you know, you can't have people on your network, you know, bringing the, you know, this kind of negative attention to the I, I don't watch NFL Network like that, but how big are those guys like involved on the show? They're they're replaceable because they 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 replaced other guys. Yeah, they they have so many dudes on yeah. NFL Network. They like, change it's, out it's every crazy. year. It's like it's crazy. And the they're all guy, Hall of Famers. And they're all Hall. Yeah, like the only guys that have been like staples is Michael Irvin, Dion, and um, uh, Mary Eugene. Everybody yeah. else is like seems like they change every every week almost. Oh, gotcha. I was always thinking like, dang, is that the main host and stuff? I'm like, no, no. But but it's crazy like. The thing that's kind of scary to me is like actually reading the allegations of, of assault and harassment and being like, dang, like that, that's a fireable offense. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, to, to a certain extent, like, because some of it, it just seems like dudes shooting they shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I guess that the bad part about it is when you shoot your shot and they don't, you know, you sense they ain't feeling it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's time to fall back. And if you don't fall back, then that's when it becomes harassment. That's why. Assault. That's why my default is to always remain respectful, even if you're just shooting your shot, even if you're taking a chance, or you're just jumping out there on faith at a girl. Well, first of all, you, you you don't need to do that uh, to a coworker. Period. True. I mean, that's not professional. Just, just just keep it. Just stay off the grid with with like. I remember I was at a at an interview at a station and um. This one girl, like, oh, yeah, it was, like, reporters and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, yo, so how'd you make friends? It was a small town. She was like, uh, you know, they, they took me out. I was like, your coworkers? You went out with your coworkers? What? Nah, I, I see that. That's what I don't do, man. You, I can't go out with my coworkers and, you know, alcohol and all that because, you know, I think people are always taking mental notes. I mean, some of, some of that, you know, coworker, some of that stuff can be good. Like, yeah. if you work at a company that's really small and y'all really need to have that chemistry, right? It, it's cool to hang out, you know. But there's a line you just don't cross. Like, yeah. I'm not going to date a coworker. That's right. That's a no-no. I'm not going to go out on a date with a coworker. I'm not even going to entertain the idea of dating a coworker. That's, that crosses the line. Right. Yeah, I just look at it now. Just so everything's so relationship-based, and sometimes, you know, like the – the, how can I say it? Um, 
they're more approachable outside the workplace and more like themselves versus like when you're in the workplace and they're all stressed out and unapproachable. So, I mean, that's a good way to develop relationships. But yeah, there is definitely a line of stuff, you know, male or female, just, uh, you know, just like, you know, you don't get, you don't get pissy drunk, but you know, don't do what you, you know, don't do what you're supposed to do, but you know, just, you know, obviously nothing wrong with socializing because, you know, like being the best worker doesn't always get you that promotion. I think, I think people always, I think people are always taking notes. Like I said, so so I mean, even if you, you went out with the attentions just to get buzzed or to socialize, whatever, if you say something, you know what I'm saying? If y'all hanging out for five hours, you're bound to say one thing, right? That they kind of look at like, or even, I don't agree with it. It don't even necessarily have to be the people you work with. Like, you know, what we do. Okay, right. we're journalists. Okay, we're, say we go downtown or go out one night, we get really drunk. Okay, now we get seen by somebody who we're covering. Oh, yeah. So now that kind of, you know, not only does it make them look at us differently, but now we're, you know, we kind of lose credibility. I mean, we're still people, but, right, right, you know, right. we can't just go out and just be drunk in public. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's not a good look. Yeah, be responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't drink, but, but you know, I'll I be looking, you know, I'll I be out here wilding sometimes. So, I mean, I, I can imagine, like, you know, sometimes when I think about that all the time when I ride through Douglasville. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I bump my music, you know what I'm saying? I bump some ignorant stuff. And I just be turning up to it and all that. So I know, like, if someone see me at the light, like an official or something, they're going to be like, what? That's our shot? Yeah. No, that's not. But I kind of also want them to see me because it's like, yeah, I'm still a kid. Yeah. You know? I mean, you definitely want them to see you for you. Right. Right. You know? But there's a line. There is a line. Yeah. Like there's a line with everything. Like, like this. Uh, a, a, example: shirtless pics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. Bucci Gross, Bucci man, you was my dude, man. You was my favorite white dude on Sports Center, dog. And you gonna go out like this? In the words of Akeem Balam, huh? Come again? <laughs> Come again? Huh? Shirtless <laughs> selfies in the morning. Talking about some good morning with some coffee in your hand. You in Bristol, Connecticut. You know good and well it's 40 degrees outside. Keep your shirt on, bro. Anything else? Uh, I mean, there's a line, you know. That's, that's, that's I mean, it's Jerry Richardson thing, you know, now it's going to the NFL owners. And that's just, like, crazy. Because I was like, you know, as soon as they said about the NFL owners, I was, like, thinking, like, first person I thought was Jerry Jones. I seen some suggestive pictures of him on the internet with these females. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I think he probably paid them off. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of these NFL owners have, have their hats. Y'all think Hugh, Hugh Hefner is guilty of anything? Rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a history of him, like, doing – He's like, if you really read up on him, he's not really the most, uh, he shouldn't be held as highly and stuff. It's just like, you know, it's just the image that he has. But like, if you really like read up on him, like, I don't know why I like this man. Like, you know, it's like, it's crazy. I think, I believe I read like, uh, he released uh, Marilyn Mo- Monroe's new pictures against her wishes. Oh, yeah, wow. man. It's just like, I was just like, dang, that's, uh, but, you know, Hugh Hefner, you know, we glorify, well, not we, but people glorify him, you know, like the man, you know, he's the man, got all these women, and he can't do no wrong, so it's just like, you know, it's just crazy, but, you what, know, what does that say about us as a, as a whole in the country? Because it seems like, seem like, you know, you got power, you know, whatever you do as far as but you just got to think about it like this. Like, think about kind of what, what I said a few minutes ago when I was like, 
dang, a lot of this stuff I didn't even realize was assault or harassment yeah. or, or could be a fireable offense because that's just the way we think. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we've been so washed in, in this society of, you know, uh, rape culture, yeah. you know, and then, uh, I don't know, if we just been raised to, to believe that this is okay and you can do this because, you know, you, you have this or you're a man or, you know, the man's supposed to be the one approaching, the aggressive one, you know what I'm saying, then. I just say this, like, I just, try, I just use a filter. It's like, if you want somebody to do that to your mom or your sister. Yeah. Like, like I said, default, be respectful. Yeah, so, you know, you walk up with a man talking to your mom, your sister, if you like that. <laughs> right, I mean, but... I, the the Bucci Gross conversation that was pretty safe. He was like throwing slight shots out there. She just wasn't responding to it, but she was responding to him. Period. And I think that's that might have been confusing for him. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that that's really tricky. That's really tricky. Where you know where thinking of it from a female's perspective, where where, where does it cross the line to being assault or well not assault but you know harassment like okay this guy sends text messages this would have been a good week for Taylor Rooks so yeah I mean where where does like like you said we're in in this us growing up we're taught you know you know guys are supposed to be aggressive we're supposed to pursue you know when does it cross the line what do you guys think about that you know I, I talked to I talked to Zendaya's dad one time right I met Zendaya like five years ago and I talked to her dad afterwards, and I was like, you know, just talking trash. I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm trying to marry your daughter, all this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, you want her? You got to go get her. I saw her mom, and I wanted her, and I didn't take no for an answer. So it's like, when you hear stuff like that, yeah, it that, sounds romantic on the surface. Yeah, but then you think about it. But, but, now, but now it sounds like, you know, like LeVar. LeVar yeah. was like, I wasn't going to take no for an answer from Tina. She was going to eventually say yes. You know, how many times have you heard love stories where it's like I asked her out 13 times and she turned me down 12. And the 13, she finally said yes. And we live happily ever after. And she's like, I'm so glad I finally let him get a shot because it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. You know, so what do you guys say about that? It varies among the women. I mean, I just think it's really no universal um, blueprint as far as that. I mean, some people like... That persistence can turn to a restraining order. So, you know, uh, when you're a big bro or a cousin or something come after you, you know, you think you're going to meet the girl up and the guy can meet up a guy instead. You know, it's just, I think it just varies. I mean, like, you know, harassment, you know, in general, I believe just like uh, what's uncomfortable. Like, you know, we have different comfort zones towards different types of people individually. So, I mean, like, it. Well, know, there it is. We don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how was it? You know, there's a di- there's a difference between guys just showing up to work, like what these guys were doing. Like, hey, you're all the stuff they said to her. That was over the line. But okay, a guy that's like genuinely interested in a woman, and he just he really shows a lot of enthusiasm. Okay, now, how is that fair to him? You know what I mean? Like, now he has a restraining order because he's pursuing a woman he thinks he you know has a chance he wants. I mean, you hear, like you said, you hear stories like, yeah. <laughs> oh, she said no 13 times, but I want to take no for an answer. Okay, but I mean, that sounds cool and it sounds romantic, but but in this context, it sounds creepy. You right, know what yeah. I mean? In 2017, it sounds, it sounds what? Yeah, yeah, right. Because now we got we got social media where we can, we do this in in, a, in direct messaging now. Right. We don't just 
walk up to a girl, go to her parents' house, or they will screenshot you, post it, and tag the FBI. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't it's know where where it is as far as you know, gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You just gotta be as nice as possible, and as soon as you feel like she ain't feeling you, you gotta fall. You gotta back. fall back. No hugs, 2018. No <laughs> hugs, 2018. Y'all, y'all go. No side hugs. No, that's, oh, that's, that's harassment. That, that, <laughs> no, I, 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 I always do side hugs because that's safe. Like, no, no, you gotta do church hug, man. Just make sure, <laughs> make, make sure no contact. <laughs> Shake hands, 2017. Like, <laughs> hands sanitizer, 2018. <laughs> you got maybe your armpit on on the shoulder. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little shoulder bump. Because yeah, armpit, you gotta be kind of close. Yeah. How you doing, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chest bump. We just gonna make no mistakes. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to no prison. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, man, this that that's the thing that shocks me about this more so. I mean, because obviously you have the creepy guys, like the guys that they said we're talking about. You know, specific employees, yeah, body the, parts. The guy from the guy from NBC. He the, had, the, he, he had lost his mind. The dudes Matt groping. Howard. He lost his mind. Groping, raping. Okay, we we get that. We already knew that was bad. The stuff that's that's kind of new to me that that i'm like oh okay that's that's bad is like the he texting me 25 like, times no oh no no i'm saying i'm saying if you're having a a, a conversation right yeah and y'all yo you y'all usually text on a regular basis y'all starting to text more and more as y'all get comfortable more comfortable with the, with each other and you know we all work if you work in media you know she's bound to be an attractive woman yeah so then you like, bro, I'm starting to feel it. Like, we getting a connection. We getting a little vibe. It's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? you like, hey, what's good with it? You know what I'm saying? Or you just, all right, that didn't sound good. It, did. <laughs> it, really, it really did. You never want to assume anything. But like a, a screenshot or something, they posting something on Instagram. They looking kind of good. And you like, okay, you got the eye emojis. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, because you're shooting your shot. But they don't respond. And then they respond a couple days later like, yo, I need help with this one work thing or, you know, what's up? What you listening to? You heard that album yet? No, that's that's the, at that point, you just leave it alone. Yeah. Right. That, that was a, I'm not interested in what you're saying. Right. That, that That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I guess that's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know. Now, if you keep going after that, that's on you. Yeah. If you keep going after that, that's then, on you. Yeah. They complicated. So, so it's like, <laughs> don't shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. But shoot it once, 2018. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't have that same persistence that our parents had. I mean, right? Because, because of, because of social media. I mean, and then a lot of it is like you can't really read tone. So right. you, it may come off as condescending or, oh, you owe me this or blah blah blah. I mean, back then they could do it in sweet ways, like oh. Put flowers on the doorstep or put flowers uh, on your car, right? You know, stuff right, like right, that, right? right. It, it's like he really wants me, he's right. really pursuing me, right? Right now, it's like you pursuing me, nah, that's nah, bro. Yeah, you can't pursue me. Shit, it's kind of it's kind of scary because I just try to figure out where did they get this knowledge from because you know, it's like you know, some people, you know, you know, divorce rates, so you know, some people aren't really in married households, so yeah. they really don't know how a man is supposed to pursue a woman. And then, you know, some people are actually unfortunately influenced by media and think of you know, certain you know, ways that men look at and approach women as acceptable. So it's just like, you know, like, really? Uh, uh, 
because if you listen to our music we have it, it tells you that you you got to pop a molly and you got to meet her in the club and then y'all pop mollies together that's how that's how you meet according to music that's what music's telling them so i mean i agree with you i don't know me music saying just grab them if sure. you want them yeah i don't i don't know how you figure out i'm gonna grab them because i wanna i bought a back to the crib and a hunter see see what i mean oh so, yeah oh yeah then you got some that you know, like, I ain't trying to go for the leanies for a date. <laughs> like, you know, bring, yeah, they want some cheesecake factory or some stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. So now we get into dating relationships. That's a whole <laughs> other episode. No, I was saying, like, you know, they, you know, you'd be over here like, you know, well, what I got to do to get you? <laughs> no, okay. Here's the thing that, that, that will get me, right? If the girl is the first one to initiate what you doing this weekend? What you doing next week? I'm gonna be in town next weekend. What's good? And y'all went on prior dates, but y'all ain't really been talking like that recently, right? So then the day comes where y'all set it up and you like, what's good? They like, all right, cool, cool. Y'all about to leave, right? They like, hold on, give me one second. I gotta go, you know, put the, you know, go to the to the bank or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, so you fall back. No response a couple hours later, no response. And then it's just no response. But you like, uh, yo, you good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then it look like you double text it, triple text it, and now they can be like, you need to leave me alone, harassment, assault, yeah, yeah. charges. So what do you do then? Keep it moving. Yeah, that, that. After no, I mean, I mean, it ain't no keep it moving if they put you on blast for it and they say, uh, 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 David Norwood from from the A League podcast, oh. se- sexually harassing me. Blah, 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 blah. So so what do you do then? And then and then everybody in your mention talking about creep loser. I mean, all right, I'm coming off as a douche here. I don't want to stand up for the guys. Like I said, <laughs> the guys are bad guys. A lot of them are. But no, no. This is also a wake up call. An evaluation the, of like all the stuff we all the stuff going on in the media. Like the last couple of weeks with all these people coming out, a lot of these, most of these are legitimate uh, allegations and right. legitimate complaints. Right. Like some of the stuff that's come out is disgusting. Right. But Donovan Mc, Donovan McNabb was a guy where it was like he sent me an inappropriate text message. Yeah, there like, is some gray area, and, and it's starting to get to a point where the gray area is getting bigger because some of the stuff is so obvious and it's being hidden held back which you know i understand why like there's a lot of backlash that comes with that and i don't a lot of women don't want to deal with that and it's sad that we make people feel that way that's true some people don't believe him. yeah i mean right 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 now then it becomes oh well what did she do to make him think that no exactly you don't have to do anything to make somebody feel a certain way you never assume anything if, if a woman's interested she will tell you all you need to know it's just that simple if she don't respond to your text messages, that means she's not interested. You fact, alone. That's facts. Yeah, if that's she don't facts. respond fast, you know, that's the problem. So, you know, just move on because, you know, if I wanted to wait for a message, I'll write a letter. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. Yeah, because girls girls will text you back slow and still like you. Uh, still yeah, like you. Because yeah. you got to think about their friends. Like, girl, girls be, you know what I'm saying? Dudes do it too sometimes. And, girl, you know, and women, women are, are you, busy now. Right, right. right. No, my, no. My, my, I, got a fi- I got a whole fiance. <laughs> and I literally text her. 
And sometimes I don't get a response for four hours because I know she at work. I mean, right. that just but may be the case. That's, sometimes. that's the thing. You're safe now, so you know. <laughs> yeah, but but, you know, but, they, but what yeah, I'm saying comfortable. is, she's comfortable. She's comfortable, so you know. So <laughs> she's she can, safe. She's she, 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 I mean, even she when got, we were she dating, got, she right, got right. first seed, man. So oh, it just go like she can, she can take a bye. But you know, these regular girls, you know, they. What what I'm saying is, you got to think like you know, because dudes do this too. When like it's someone they really really like and they don't want to mess up at all. Yeah. They like they get the message, they screenshot it, send it to their friends, their little group message. Yeah, that's some immature. That's, that's, that's some immature joke right there. Hey, it's real though. It happens. So you know what I'm saying like they gotta evaluate. All right, I think I'm gonna respond yeah, this. That's, that's some boy How this right sound? There. How this sound? Hey, that's it, it happens. They gonna stuff. be like approve, don't do it. Uh, you can't seem too thirsty. You gotta wait maybe like a couple more minutes. I mean that's real too. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta be a man. Like, so, well, I'm gonna be like, hey y'all, y'all think the girl good enough for me? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you know, y'all, y'all think I should? I'm like, man, I'm 28 years old, man. I don't need no guys. I mean, I mean, but but girls do that. Is what I'm saying. I mean, some of them do. And I'm saying, I'm saying guys do that sometimes too. But it's mostly girls that do that. Yeah, I'm just. You know, these girls, they multitask stuff. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see a girl with a phone, you know, and she over there looking at it, <laughs> you know, she active on that thing. I don't know, man. It's like, I don't, I don't think texts and times actually equal to amount of interest. I, I personally don't think that. I mean, I don't either. I don't think like Because okay. there's sometimes where, like, I, I might be texting someone I really like, but I won't respond for a couple hours just because I'm tired of looking at my phone or tired of texting. Uh, or or I'm doing something else on my phone. Oh, that's, that's I'm watching YouTube. Bro, I'm, I'm a, on Twitter. As a sports fan, man, I may text somebody at 2 o'clock in the morning. Game started at 12, don't end to 8. I'm tuned in to the game. Right, right, so right. I'm, not, I'm not touching my well, phone too I, much I, I, anyway. hate, I hate when I be on my phone during games because it's like I be missing plays. So that's, that's fair, but, you know, like some girl be able to wait like three days and stuff, text you back. You know, yeah, that's not a good okay, yeah, three three days is like that's disrespect, bro. If it's if it's after but, a week, after I'm a week, saying, bro, I'm saying like I'm saying like a day, within a day, I think. I don't know. I personally think any time within a day is is acceptable. Yeah, twenty four hours. That's right. Twenty four hours. None of this is you know really neither here nor there. So, I mean, right, right. What did the NFL Network guys did <laughs> and what I, what the allegations are? McNabb. Well, well, this all started with, with McNabb. McNabb's thrown in there because she said he he threw some inappropriate language within text messages. Okay, now see that that's what I'm saying. Like that that's the gray area. That's a little bit of the gray area, but it depends on what he said. But Marshall Falk was yeah, they, you know him he, and he him and Heath Evans. Yeah, yeah. Too. They they was actually you know yeah, they, out here. Yeah, they you know what I'm saying. So it's like that. That's what I'm saying. Where, but I mean, okay, but if you said. Dang. Okay, well that doesn't even sound right. So, <laughs> all right, I guess I guess she has a point. <laughs> cause 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 if Donovan McNabb says something about her body or something like yeah. that, but then a text message thing and like made a joke out of it, like huh, I guess you got to get the extra large pen, huh? And yeah, then, exactly. the laughing emojis. Like okay, that's disrespectful. Yeah, don't and like ignorant and inappropriate for when your. When in doubt, be respectful. I mean, you don't assume anything because I mean, some women are just friendly. I mean, there are actually friendly people Definitely. on this planet, yeah. and some people take that wrong sometimes. Definitely, that's that's what leads to a lot of this. Right. Is that man approaches woman, he has one intention. 
she she kind of you know entertains him, but only as a friend. She she don't want to be known as a as a uh, stickler, right? Like as a as a stuck up bougie girl. Yeah, some but some girls are just friendly. I mean, and that's that's cool too. So, like I said, be respectful. Anything else, David? I got nothing to add. All right, so Star Wars. Woohoo! Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I've been seeing like good. I've seen good like reaction on social media. Say, I've seen five reviews. Some say it's like top three of all Star Wars movies. So you know that's that's impressive to me. So I watched it yesterday. It's the best Star Wars movie ever. Best Star Wars movie. Yes. There I, are so seen, many, I, so I seen, many. How long, how, how long is? It? Half some time, it's like two and a half hours. <laughs> that, that's like all the Star Wars, yeah. Movies, so. Some of them three hours, so. yeah, yeah. When you watch a Star Wars movie, you better if you're gonna be there a while, so just just get ready. Yeah, I'm checking it out. I, I was on Star Wars heavy, like as a like as a baby, like four, I say four to six, four to seven. I was on Star Wars heavy, like we, we went to the library all the time used to get like the 70s and 80s versions, watch it all the time, man. That and Space Jam. Now I just fell off with it. I mean, if you, know, you this one captures a lot of that old magic that they had back then. I don't. I, don't, I feel like it's too late for me to get back into it though, because I'll have to watch the other four <laughs> that's sure, that come out since then. I, I only seen one Star Wars movie. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just over here following. Well, the, what, which one are those? The last one. So I just follow. So you ain't even see the seventies? No. The I George just, Lucas? Yeah, you no. gotta go back and watch those. Uh, I just, I just look, I just look at it for the general story. I was like, okay, Kylo Ren and and Ren and uh, Brent, you know, the the girls was the um, Ray. Yeah, Ray. And uh, I was like, okay, it's like a good bad story. I can follow that. And then like, uh, you know, see that in the end with Luke Skywalker. I was like, okay, you know, because I was over here like, uh, no lie, I was over here thinking like. Uh, I was like, what? I was like, uh, why Darth Vader look like this? And I was like, just like, I was like, dang, he uh, he a little slim, and his face looked different. And then I was like, I'm like, is he uh, this the, is this new Darth Vader or something? I was like, oh no, no, no this is uh, this is great. Yeah, so I was really like, that, that's little stuff like that that threw me off. But I, yeah, I googled it. You gotta, you gotta watch the original. I mean, if you enjoy, if you enjoy the the last one, you're gonna enjoy all of them. the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're the OGs. Yeah, yeah. gotta watch them. But yeah. I mean, I heard a lot of like nerds like complaining about it. Really? Because because they said um, they said uh, I think somebody, some character, one of the main characters called the lightsaber uh, 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 what they call it like a bright sword or something. Oh, like that. <laughs> a light, a light, a light sword. Yeah, yeah. They, he they was it, he was really being kind of sarcastic about it. Right, right. I'm not not trying to give away too much, but there's a scene where Luke Skywalker says. Um, uh, Ray wants him to come back and help them defeat the First Order. And Luke Skywalker's like, you don't need Luke Skywalker because you think I'm going to come with a light sword and defeat the entire First Order by myself? And he, she was like, he was like, uh, you know, no, it's, you know, I, I'm just going to help breathe hope into what the, the resistance. So that's, that's, if they haven't seen the movie, they, they took that way out of context because it was more sarcastic. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, these nerds—they're—they're they're entertaining. Like I see stuff like this, how they talk about Marvel, DC movies and stuff, and it's just—it's uh, interesting. But I, I mean, I'm kind of critical about the comic books because I actually—I read—I read a couple books and stuff, so I try—I try to remember. It's just entertainment, so that's what. How, how excited are you? Like Fox, just Marvel. Man. 
Um, I didn't. I never thought it would happen. I was very, I was very surprised, but because I was just like, if y'all reboot Fox, if y'all reboot Fantastic Four one more time, <laughs> and it, it just, you know, because it's just like Fox has the most rebooted movies. Ever. Yeah, I like, I like uh, what they did with X Men, but like, I look at like, like one of the things I used to be critical about the Marvel movies and stuff was just like, you know, you can look like if you read the comic books, you'll see like there's a uh, critical stuff that's missing, like the Civil War and stuff, and like. Wolverine was involved in it, and and I was like, you know, just like, dang, and like, oh, uh, was it the, the last Thor movie? You know, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Professor X and stuff was in, you know, in that comic and stuff. And I'm just like, dang, this is so, this is so different, you know. And I just start remembering this, like, but now it's just like, you know, they can be, they can be more accurate. It kind of brings it all together. And you know, some people just been dreaming, and then just been dreaming about seeing like Wolverine and stuff. I know like the actor who played him, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, like he wants to be in it. But yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. You know, I think it's definitely gonna enhance uh, Phase Four, maybe even do something in Phase Three. And you know, it's gonna be, gonna be a lot, a lot of money that you know Disney's gonna make off these movies now. You know, just. It was kind of funny. I don't know if you guys saw like the girl who played Storm in, uh, in X Men, not Holly Berry, but the new one. I was gonna oh, say yeah. Holly Berry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the new girl. Like she was always like smiling. Twitter was getting at her talking about. He was like, y'all know she, y'all gonna they're gonna have to recast all the X Men and stuff because she was always talking about you know my role's safe. And they're like, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, they, oh, they, they did they did redo Spider Man, so you know that's possible. But I mean, I heard that Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine in the next Avengers. That's that's how soon they're trying to do this. Where they're gonna have X Men involved. So. Yeah, so they got Spider Man. Do him in fast. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been in work. I think it's been in the works for years. Once they realize that the other Spider Man weren't gonna, you know, weren't anything special that they, I thought they were, you know, we need to go ahead and make this deal. I don't know why they didn't make this move back then because I mean that was a chance to unite Sony, Fox, and, yeah. and Disney. Two billion. I'm just you now it kind of helps out with Phase Four now because that's what we're trying to figure like how they gonna do Phase Four? Like who's gonna be the, the villain? Because like you know Thanos was like the top villain and yeah. now they can use like Galactus and Doctor Doom. You know now definitely Magneto. Yeah, yeah. Magneto can fight the Avengers now. Yeah. With the, uh, with, uh, oh yeah. And, you know, they weren't even allowed. Doom. They weren't even allowed to use the word mutants in the movie. And now they can. Now they can use the word now. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, you know, like, you got uh, Scarlet Witch, and then there's a Scarlet Witch in the Fox universe, so... How they gonna deal with Quicksilver being dead? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. They're gonna bring him back to life. One one, I forgot which Bendy Stone it was that they used to... Oh, the one that's in, uh... The one that's in, uh... What's his name? Uh, Vision? Vision. Oh, they can bring him back. Yeah, they can bring him back. Y'all boys speaking Korean to me right now. I can't even <laughs> lie. Hey, are you not excited <laughs> about this, man? No, no, I mean, like, I, I was in it. And then y'all had me on the surface when y'all was talking about, uh, you know, all the all the big boys, Hugh Jackman, uh, the the new storm and all that. And then y'all got into deep. And I'm like, okay, this way y'all lost me because uh, I didn't really read the comments like that. I didn't really follow the movies after a while. But I want to talk about bullying real quick. couple minutes. Talk about bullying. Um, this is a, a discussion that me and David had earlier this week in a group. It was kind of like with, with the Keaton thing and everything. I was like, well, I mean, I really wasn't against it in the first place because I'm kind of, I think bullying is a good thing because bullying pushes, it pushes you and it teaches you, it teaches kids from, from an early point in life 
that life isn't fair and everybody isn't for you and there'll always be something or someone against you and you always have obstacles and I think the people who have bullies turn out to be some of the, the strongest and most powerful people in life because they were they did have that resistance against them from such an early point in their lives um, I mean some of what you said I agree with but then like like with the you know sexual harassment thing there's a line I mean some of these kids are being really cruel and some of these kids aren't built to deal with that so now they have to lose their life because they're you, not but you gotta think that this is my thing about that about the kids that, that are committing suicide it's like those problems aren't gonna go away like there's always gonna be bullies from the time you 10 20 30 I mean, 40 I agree. 50 I, I, I agree I there's mean, always gonna be folks making I, fun of you. I think you're I, I think you're right on when you say you know people who have bullies end up being becoming some of the strongest people and this is a world where you can't the way the world is starting to evolve it's even darker than it was back when our parents grew up so that that's all I'm trying to say yeah well what I'm trying to say is like so those kids you know what I'm saying like all right yeah they killed themselves it's sad a lot of kids are committing suicide because they go home on their phones and on the computer they're making fun of them now that's that's where it's different because there's social media now and not only can you you be humiliated at school but now you come home and you have to deal with it it used to be you get bullied at school and you come go home, home and you and got you a little bit escape of safe, from it. Esca- right, right, escape right. and that's that's where i i draw my line is when the social media yeah. stuff comes yeah, I just say like with bullying and stuff, like I'm not necessarily a um, pro-bullying as far as like it's benefit because it's just like, you know, the way people combat and stuff, like I was picked on in school a lot of times, like a lot of times I used to have to flip it, you know, just be like, you know, I had to flip it, you know, to make them feel like, you know, just be like, I know, you know, like you got a big, you know, like I know, and then they can't say nothing, but some people like, you know, they, you know, some people are cruel. They'll jump you and stuff. Yeah. And, like, they'll beat you up every day and stuff like that. And some days, you know, some people can't fight. And so if Billy brings that brings that, uh, brings that, that shotgun to school, you know, that doesn't help. That doesn't, bullying doesn't help things. You know, that's what, you know, it's like, you know. just created another monster. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, I tell my little brother, you know, he, he dealt with uh, bullying. I told him, like, you know, don't, you know, you defend yourself. But you know, talk, I taught him to tell defense. You know, defend yourself, but don't, don't like initiate. Yeah, don't initiate and tell the teacher. You know, don't, you know, don't be over here just trying. You know, because some people take self defense too far. You know, you be ready to knock the dude out and stuff like that. Exactly. You know? That's what you need to learn. No, but, no. But some, but, <laughs> that, that's what I'm. But what I we mean. talked about earlier is right. that there aren't parents teaching these kids this anymore because my dad parents, taught me it. Parents are too busy. I mean, like, like our parents. Right, our right, parents right, right. sat us down and had got the last generation. And, and we had conversations about how to deal with things like this. Okay, okay, somebody picking on you, you know, they hit you, hit back. That's You got to learn how to roast. You got to, yeah. You got to roast back. That, uh, it taught you all teacher. of that stuff. But now, oh, now, oh, now she now said what? are too busy. Oh, we're we going to run up to the school. My mom don't care. She was a single mom. She she ran up to the school. I said somebody looked at me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, like you said, man, folks. Our parents stood up for us, and, and like you said, the parents nowadays might be too busy being a, an actress slash yeah, IG model people, slash. Some, people, some, some parents work a lot too. Yeah, you know, right. like it's, it's it's a different day and time. Like people have to really work hard, but you know, just like you know, I was encourage young men, you know, and women, you know, just 
don't don't take it upon your own hands, like, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to look at the situation and they're going to be like, y'all just being kids, rather than, you know, you inform the proper authorities about the situation. I, I doubt any kids listen to the A-League podcast, but if they do, uh, guns are not the answer, so don't come shooting up to school because you'll knows. be looked at more as a coward and don't kill yourself and because no. your problems won't go away by killing yourself. And no knives either. Don't All right, A-League podcast, episode a billion. Uh, if, if everybody go around, say your names, uh, I need all that. Okay. This is, this is David Norwood at DNorwood90. Uh, RashadMilligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Dipset. Uh, this is Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore four, uh, 75. That's my Twitter. And I'm going to do a king this week. Uh, check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Eric. <laughs> Cause I'm too smart for these cats While they making up facts oh. You making up flats In the commission You ask for permission